Welcome to the TikTok Podcast. The clock is always ticking, so let's synchronize our watches and dive in. I'm your host, Callie Brigham, and I'm here to help you make time for what matters. Hey, friends, welcome to the episode that I am calling Off the Rails. If you are a longtime TikTok follower, <laughs> and I say that as if we've been around a long time, but you know what I mean, then you may know that this actually started before the podcast was official. I was doing some daily walks and I was doing them in my story and I started to talk about some time management and it really just took off. And I realized that this was a commonality with many of my friends who also happened to be working women, working mamas. And it was just really a topic that they wanted to discuss and we wanted to understand each other and help each other out. And my very first walk that I did was right after I'd gotten back from a big trip and I talked about re-entry. Well, I went back the other day because they're all in my highlights, at least the first, I don't know, first few weeks. And I realized that the one basically right after that was, what do you do when your day goes off the rails? So looking back, I think think that that must have happened because I'm only going to talk from my own personal experience or things that I've learned from other people that I've applied to my life. So I have a feeling that I was trying to get into some re-entry and then things went off the rails or went sideways or went, you know, completely upside down or it was just a fail. So I don't know if you call it that, but that's just a good way to think about it. It was like a big train wreck. So that's what we're going to talk about today. And to set the stage, I think we can all agree that days going off track are common. It happens and it happens to everybody. And what I discovered, and this was sort of off the cuff in that walk, that there were two main reasons that this happens. And what was fascinating too, is I decided I was going to bring this topic up. And literally the next morning, this is what happened. We had two things back to back for me that just totally took me off my schedule, off what was going on. The first was a giant, unexpected, mostly to me because I don't pay that much attention, storm. And for those of you that are familiar with this area or not familiar, I live on a little barrier island, which means it's very skinny and it's right on the Gulf of Mexico. At Pensacola Beach is where I live, Northwest Florida, the Panhandle. And my house, the front of my house faces the Gulf and there is nothing in between. There's no other buildings, no other houses. So when we get a storm, we get pummeled. And our houses are also built on pilings or stilts that go way down into the ground. And they are designed to sway with the wind like a palm tree. I could do an episode on that, right? Bend and don't break. They are designed to sway so they don't fall down. But what that means is in the middle of the night, if your house is swaying with, you know, 40 mile an hour winds sustained, then you feel like you're on a ship going back and forth. And we had a little PTSD too from a really bad hurricane that we had in 2020. Anyways, that storm comes rolling in and that meant that the next day, my kids had a two hour delay in their schedule. Now that may not sound like a lot, but when you're a person that sort of has your routine and your system, 
And I don't know, you had a lot on your plate that day. A two hour delay start totally shifts things around. Ugh. I mean, I love my kids and I love having them around, but that day they needed to go to school. Well, guess what? That actually derailed my next morning because, because of the delay, I decided I wasn't going to get up quite as early. I was still going to get up early, but not quite as early. So I set a different alarm on my phone and I turned off my normal Monday through Friday alarm. You probably know where this is going. So the morning after the two hour delay, guess whose alarm didn't go off? Yikes. Oh, and my husband was also home sick. So I wake up and you know that feeling when you wake up and it's too light in the room. And I'm like, wait, why is it too light? Why is it so light? Why is it so light? And you hop out of bed and I looked at the clock and basically we were 15 minutes away from when my kids would need to leave for school. My daughter who's 13 likes to have a nice long morning. So she gets up about an hour before she has to leave a little bit more than that. My son about 40 minutes or so. And I, and my husband's still sleeping in the other room because he is sick. So I jump up and I am like, kids, we have 15 minutes. Now, thankfully I work from home and I do understand that, that I did also not, I didn't have to get ready. So I could say to them, we've got 15 minutes and we're running around. I'm like, I'll do this. You do this. I'll do this. You do that. And it was a, a little chaotic. It was a lot chaotic, but we did it. We made it. And we got them out the door. And then that also did make me think, well, um, maybe do we need to have so much time in the mornings? No, we do. We do. Because even though the actual tasks took us much longer than we normally give them, it was not quite as peaceful as I like it. So <laughs> how funny. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to do an episode on days falling apart. And then literally the next two days. So maybe I should do an episode on a day where I win the lottery. Okay. Or I have someone who says they want to cook all my meals for me and clean my house for free. Okay. But let's talk about these kinds of days. And I really believe there's two things that I want to express today. And the first is that we have to understand that it happens to everybody on occasion, period. It's inevitable. Days are going to not go the way that you plan them. And some of it is just understanding that and being prepared for it, mentally prepared for it, emotionally prepared for it. Even the best laid plans can get hijacked. They can get hijacked by illness, yours or your kids or your husband's or your coworkers. They can get hijacked by a meeting going long. I mean, do meetings ever go short? So a meeting goes longer than you thought it was going to be and you couldn't get out of it. It could be hijacked by traffic. It could be hijacked by weather. So many things outside of our control really we have no power over and they can come in and just turn things upside down. So I think we all can agree that we have those unexpected challenges and just, I don't know, giving ourselves a little grace to say that's normal. One of the best things my dad, who's been a lifelong entrepreneur, ever did for me when I started my entrepreneurial journey, when my mom started her entrepreneurial journey years and years ago, was he would just pause and look at us and say, oh, that's normal. And I don't know, it just like took the uh, it like deflated the balloon of stress. Oh, it is. Oh, it happens to everybody because we look at highlight reels for so many people instead of the reality reel or the blooper reel. So it is an, if it's a one-off, you can just shrug and say, oh, well, <laughs> tomorrow is a new day. Tomorrow is another day, right? Scarlett, get back on track. Life is short. I'm not going to beat myself up on it. And one of my best ways that I do this, I'm going to finally talk to you for a few minutes about my surrender prayer. 
This is what I do before my day gets started, no matter what. So I have a couple little habits and I will talk about a morning routine that I like. It's not a morning schedule, but it's a morning routine or rhythm that has worked for me, some things that haven't worked for me, et cetera. But the surrender prayer has always been the touchstone of my day the absolute of my day. And it was my very first word back in 2015 was the word surrender. It came from one of my mom's besties. I call her Auntie Kirk. It came from her and her idea. And basically what it is, is to give over your day to the Lord. So that's my faith piece here. And that's what I choose to do. And okay, fine. I'll admit it's kind of my way of having control over what I don't have control over. I don't know. Is that sound fair? <laughs> Having control over what I don't have control over. But basically what I do in the morning is, and I do this with my hands open. Like there's something about the posturing physically of having my hands open. And I start it with the minutia of my day. And I literally say it out loud and I surrender it. And I say, God, I surrender you know, the kids getting ready in the morning. I surrender my walk. I love to have a long walk in the morning. I surrender my workout. I surrender this phone call. I surrender this lunch. I surrender recording this podcast. I surrender, you know, dinner with the family. I surrender this live event that I'm doing. I surrender this project I'm working on. I surrender this chat that I have to have with somebody. I surrender and I go through every single part of the day out loud and I hold my hands up and I surrender it. Because the reality is, I do make some plans. I think that's healthy. I think that's smart. I think that's wise that I do have a game plan. However, I have the game plan understanding that God in his sovereignty may pivot me. And the very first day I did it, the very first day, I don't know why, do anybody else have to learn lessons like I learn lessons? (laughs) Like, bam, over the head. The very first day that I did this, I get the kids off to school. I'm like, okay, so far, so good. So far, so good. And then I get the call from the school that both kids are not feeling good. What? So preemptively, I I think, okay, it's okay. It's okay. I've surrendered it. It's okay. So I preemptively make them an appointment at a local minute clinic. By the way, is a misnomer. Ain't nothing minute about it. Like minutes upon minutes upon minutes. Well, I go and I grab the kids. I take them to the minute clinic to get them checked out thinking we have an appointment. It's not going to be very long. Well, I don't know what health issues were going on with the person before us, but we ended up sitting there for hours. My phone died because I didn't think I was going to be there that long. I did not have snacks, which is a huge issue when you've got little kids, right? So no snacks, no phone, no nothing. And I'm like, you know what? This dang surrender prayer sucks. It does not work. I knew it. Like I tried it and it failed. Oh, it was awful. But then I was like, wait, I thought this was the direction I was going to go for today. And God, you turned me and took me somewhere else. And guess what happened? As we sat there right outside the little clinic area, and it's one of one of those CVSs, right? Um, all of a sudden, my kids saw a little carousel of books and they pulled over a book and we sat there and read a book. And then they had the little walkers, you know, because they've got all the medical equipment there. And they pretended they were old people and walked around. And, that, and we had the most quality time together. I mean, they weren't that sick, obviously, because everything else in life stopped that afternoon. 
I did have a to-do list. I did have things that I had planned on getting done. But do you know what took precedence there and took priority? It was this time with my kids. And here I am all these years later, still remembering an appointment to get them checked out at a CVS at a minute clinic. And that was special. How crazy is that? So I could tell you so many other surrender prayer stories, but basically what that says is, this is the direction I think I should go today, but I'm open if you take me another direction. And over the years, I've been able to say to people, guess what? When they go, oh, I'm sorry that this happened, or I know we talked too long. I say, you know what? It's all good. I surrendered it. This is exactly how it was supposed to be. What a neat place to be when you can have peace in the pivot. Okay, I got a hashtag that peace in the pivot. I should, you know what? I'm gonna even write that down. Peace in the pivot. (laughs) And of course, we all seen the Friends episode, right? Pivot, pivot. But that to me, that control over the controllables, that release, that surrender prayer. And you guys, it takes just a minute or two. I now like to have some worship music on. I even I even have it stack with this. So I might be making my bed while I'm doing it. And I'm here to tell you today that a year ago, the beginning of 2023, I was surrendering what the plans were for my and era. And here I am today talking to you and you're listening on whatever platform or you're watching on YouTube because of a surrender prayer, because I was open to going a different direction. I was open for what looks like something was falling apart, but it was coming together. Something was being taken away, but something else was given. At the end of the day too, my most valuable time is given in relationship. And more often than not, that's what was causing the day to go off the rails. All right, so next part. Now we know that sometimes it just happens. It just happens. Okay, brush it off, shake it off. The other part, though, is sometimes it happens habitually. So I do want to ask you, does this happen occasionally? Does this happen sometimes? Or does this happen all the time? Are you habitually being derailed and why? Sometimes it is poor planning. Sometimes we do not plan adequately enough. We don't have good time management. I'm going to refer you back. It's always in the show notes. The brain drain that you can have on Sundays in the weekly plan sheet, this sets you up for success. So sometimes we have that. Sometimes it's underestimating the amount of time that things take, right? Underestimating the amount of time that things take. And I know that I did one of these episodes. It was episode 12 on when your weekly plan fails. And it was about how to know that sometimes we've got to plan out and understand truly what is required for the task that is at hand. So it doesn't lead to chaos. Sometimes this happens because it's an emotional reaction. So our day goes off kilter because we've had an emotional response to something. Makes us want to crawl in bed. It makes us want to shut down. It makes us seek temporary comfort which honestly exacerbates the situation. It makes it worse many times because we say, I'm not going to deal with this right now. And I'm going to let the whole day, like a domino effect. I'm just going to let it boom, 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 boom. I'm going to let it just all fall apart because what's the point? So sometimes it is poor planning. Sometimes it's underestimating the amount of time. And many times, girlfriends that are listening, 
It's an emotional reaction. So we do have to recognize this. And that's always the first step. It always is the first step is recognizing patterns and recognizing what causes us to do this. And that is how we can take positive change. On episodes 18 and 20, I did talk about habits. And that might be a good place to start too. Because you take a habit inventory and a habit audit and you just kind of say, okay, what is it that I'm doing every day? And what are some of these things that may not be serving me? And that is the root cause. And I believe one of the biggest things here as we start a new year is we bring old habits, old patterns into a new season. So we say, okay, I want things to be more at peace and calm and follow what I have planned out. But I'm bringing in a habit that says, I procrastinate like our last episode. I get overly emotional. I take it personally. I, you know, don't set an alarm for something and therefore I'm always running behind. Luke 5 talks about new wine can't go into old wineskins. So new goals and priorities and ideas can't go into old habits. And the best way that we can combat that is starting small. And that's not the answer most people want to hear. They want to start big and they want to start mega. And so here we are, middle-ish end of January so far. And how's it going? Was it too grand or could you be more gradual? Starting small, I promise you, the little things. I was having a conversation with one of our mastermind girls and she was talking about she wanted to do mastermind with me because she said, I know she's going to show me how to add all these extra things into my life and how to make them work. And our very first conversation was about how to eliminate every single thing except for one. And she was like, whoa, wait a minute. And then she thought, okay, gradual things when we start small will make eventually allow us to be where we want to be instead of radical. So gradual instead of radical. You know what? I'm going to write that down too. Gradual. See, I have an outline for this, um, but I don't always write everything down. So when I have a hot point, I'm going to write it down. So what do we do when we know this? All right. It's one of those days where it just is what it is, or it's one of those days when I have multiple of those days, day after day, after day, after day. What do I do? How do I handle it? So a couple strategies that you can have, you can have a reset prompt. You can have a specific prompt or reminder that helps you refocus your mindset. So maybe a reset prompt is even an alarm that goes off on your phone and says, okay, wait, kind of shakes you up. Like, Ooh, all right, where am I today? Am I on track? Do I need to just kind of start my day over? And some people I know even literally start their day over again. They might do another surrender prayer. They might read their devotional again or say their affirmation or do their visualization. I know that I have a friend that has a visualization. She's got like a poster, a vision board. And every time she walks by it, she has to touch it because if she just walks by it, eventually she's not going to see it. She's so accustomed to it. But when she walks by it and touches it, it stops her. And so she takes the time to actually look at that vision board and look at that vision poster. And that helps reset her. Another reset might be incorporating physical activity. You might just need to like go for a short walk or maybe take a breath. I have read research about breathing. My friend, Christy Campbell, who blew you all away. I mean, I know that that was like, one of your favorites that you have ever had on here. Um, and Christy was on episode 11 and she talked a lot about the 
the regular time, the timeline of Kronos and the God time uh, that has is Kairos. She talks about breathing and maybe you just need to take a breath. I remember one day in my business, I got some really discouraging news, like really devastating news about someone on my team, a leader on my team. And there was nothing I could do about it, except for I literally did want to go crawl in bed and pull the covers over my head. And I said, you know what, I'm going to go outside, I'm going to get some vitamin D and I'm going to go for a little run. And I came back 30 minutes later and nothing had changed. She didn't call back and say, no, I'm good now. The situation was the same, but I reset my day and I decided that I was going to compartmentalize that. I was going to save that for later. And in the meantime, I was going to continue my day the way I had planned. It was such a huge way of emotionally managing that day. You might want to mentally reset your day. So you might want a brief mental break, lift, listen to an uplifting song, something that will help you shift your perspective. I mean, again, I've even known people that get in the shower again. They're like, okay, I know I showered this morning, but I literally need to shower. And, you know, it's really about regaining control over what you can control. Prioritizing a task or seeking support. In what I do, we call it reaching up, reach up. Don't reach out to or reach down to someone who's just going to commiserate with you. That never has helped anybody. They're just going to pull you back down because misery loves company, right? So what instead you might want to reach up to somebody who's been there, who can say, yes, I've been there. Here's some encouragement. Here's what you can do next. So just to summarize some of these things, this is a shared experience. This is something that is common if you are breathing air, common if you are a woman, common if you are a woman that has responsibilities, common that if you have a woman that has a lot of pots on the stove, all the burners on, it's just going to happen, period. And you know what? It kind of makes life interesting. I mean... Sometimes I will look around at my life and go, I am not bored. That is one thing that I am not. I am not bored. And the pivots, I mean, it's like a great movie with a plot twist. So I've also, that's another reset that I've had that I forgot to put in my notes earlier is sometimes you can just literally yell out plot twist. I mean, try it right now. Plot twist. And if you're watching a movie or a book, and there's a plot twist, plot twist. You're like, oh my goodness, your heart, like your heart starts pumping and it's exciting. It's exhilarating. So sometimes we have plot twists in our day and that keeps it interesting and exciting. So embrace the unpredictability of life. Be adaptable when challenges happen. Give yourself compassion. Understand some resilience. It's okay to not have everything under control all the time. It's okay. It's okay if the day is not okay. And it's okay if you thought that you had it magically perfect and there's a crack in the pot and it just didn't go according to plan. It is okay. So if it's one of those days, shake it off, baby. Shake it off. Maybe that's your song. Maybe that's your reset song that you just dance around. I've done that before too. There's something about the endorphins of dancing. Dance like nobody's watching, right? And then sometimes you have to say, all right, let me get real with myself and let me see that there are patterns. And I'm going to take just the tiniest step, the tiniest little degree. I was talking to another one of our masterminds and we talked about that if she will take a one degree shift in one year. Now, I don't really know that this is she will have a 365 degree shift. Right. So we're, we're not going to put her back where she 
was to start. We're just talking about as we projected out this quantum leap that she wants because gradual is better than radical. I just want to finish with one of the most frequently quoted serenity prayer. And you probably could say it with me. When your day goes off the rail, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Here's to surrender prayers, serenity prayers, having peace in the pivot, and sometimes just walking around your house saying, plot twist. You guys have a wonderful, wonderful, controlling the controllables kind of day, and God bless you. Thank you for joining me on the TikTok podcast. Please subscribe, rate, and leave a five-star review. Your feedback fuels our mission to help you master your time. Set your alarm for our next episode. And until then, make every moment count.